You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Dallas After Show. <laughs> What's up, kids? This is it. This, this is, is it. Season yeah. finale, season one, Dallas episode ten, Revelations. Bing is for doing, and we're doing it big tonight. I'm your host, AJ Gibson, joined again by my lovely co-host. To my right, we've got Dorinda Barker. Yes. Yes. Kelly Oliski, she's back. Hello. How you doing, Kelly? I like the Good. plaid. I like the I like the cowboy hat too, Dorinda. Thank you. And the one and only Ryan Allen Creo. We have to we have to show off the shirt, Ryan. <laughs> Okay, so Can we says, get a shot of this? Fabulous. It says, I love JR. No, it does not say I love JR. <laughs> I shot JR. Wow. Just one of the gra- I'm on a juice fast. I haven't eaten in five days. One of the greatest episodes of all time, the Who Shot JR episode, and that's what you did with it. Sorry. We've <laughs> also got I, a very. It's been a big lead up to this. I messed it up. <laughs> Dang it. Start over, everyone. Start over. No. Well, you've also got a huge, uh, huge fan of the show in the studio tonight. Celebrity. And a good friend of ours. Yes, she's from <laughs> Big Brother season 12 and 13. She actually won season 13 of Big Brother. Then went on to uh, come in third place, I believe, on The Amazing Race. Yes, third place. Uh, season 20, Rachel Riley. How are you? Yay, I'm great. Part, Yay. Of, the, part of the duo. What is your actual duo name? Brunchel? Brunchel. Brunchel. Brunchel, yes. She has a really hot fiance. Yeah, he is really he was hot. On Big, he was He's your partner so on Amazing Race yeah. and on Big Brother. We met on Big, met Big Brother, Brother. yeah. And, and then we went on to 13 together and partnered on Amazing Race. Well, there nice. you go. Wow. And you're a big fan of Dallas. Yes. Yeah? Oh what do you think God. of the season so far? It's incredible. Yeah, oh, right? my God. It's, I can't stop watching because the drama is crazy. I'm, like, going insane, especially with tonight's episode. Well, if anybody <gasps> knows about drama, it's Rachel. That's so, true. <laughs> I am good with drama. <laughs> we're so lucky to have you in the studio tonight. Uh, and we'll be, chiming, we'll be chiming in throughout the evening. Uh, we've got a lot to cover. We're going yes. to start off with our first topic of the night. We're, let's talk about a couple of the women of this episode. Some of the the, the women, not the girls, the women. And right. By women, I mean Anne and Sue Ellen. I love, they each had, I feel like all the characters had a great moment this episode. I feel like it was a phenomenal finale. I feel like Dallas is far and away my favorite show on the air right now. Only because Smash is on hiatus until January. But, and, and, and Lost is off yeah, the air. Yeah, Lost is off the air. But Dallas is so good, and every episode keeps getting better. Um, I really, really loved Anne's storyline. She really uh, it tied up some loose ends. We still have some questions about you know, wh- what her character, her past, and things. But we got a few answers tonight. Right. What do you guys yeah. think? Well, I, I just want to say that, you know, just meeting her last week, because you weren't here, I mean, she was just like a can class I just, act. Go ahead. Can I just say how heartbroken I am by this? I know. I, I missed know. only two episodes this entire season, and I missed I missed uh, Anne last week, obviously, and then I missed Lucy. It breaks my heart. I was on family vacation last week. My first family vacation since I was like 17, so it was kind of a big deal. We went to surprise my father in South Carolina for a week. And I, I didn't know that Anne was going to be here. She was a last-minute booking, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I was heartbroken. She is just like She's class act. Amazing. I love her. She's tweeted no. us, hi, if you're watching. <laughs> I, I hope we can get you back next season. But she would not give us any dirt. I know. <laughs> she was sitting on this knowing that this was such a great episode. And mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this before. The scenes with her and Suella together are just amazing. Like the veteran actresses and just like giving it to you. I love that you brought that up because I've, like I said uh, earlier in the season, uh, I caught some flack for not really knowing a whole lot about Dallas. So I went back and watched at least the first couple of seasons. And it's a very different dynamic because I relate it to Sue Ellen and Pam, Pamela Victoria Principal's character back in the day. And they didn't really get along that well. There was never really that camaraderie, at least in the first couple of seasons. Right. Um, but to see the way that Sue Ellen and really kind of find strength in each other, and it keeps Sue Ellen kind of relevant on the show. It keeps her tied yeah. to the family mm-hmm. because she's really not part of the Ewing family anymore. Indirectly, she is. I mean, her right. son's a Ewing. But um, mm-hmm. I like how those two women kind of bonded. Yeah. I do, but we found something out last week. Uh, when Brenda was talking about their relationship, I didn't realize that 
Sue Ellen is the one that introduced Anne to Bobby. So they, yeah, that's, yeah, so they yeah. have that in common. Mm-hmm. And another thing that she said was that although that they have a friendly relationship, you know, Anne's not dumb. Like, it's one of those, you know, keep your friends close but your enemies closer kind of thing. And it's nice until, you know, and the, until they have to start protecting their family. Well, exactly. So. I like it's very it's I like how she encourages Sue Ellen to, you know, run for governor and to stay in the race and those things throughout this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but at the same time you can tell she's always in the back of her mind. She's like, eh, "I'm also going to keep an eye on everyone." Mm-hmm. You know, it comes when it comes when push comes to shove, you know, Christopher and Bobby are her family. Period. Right. And right. that's kind of how the Ewings always Right. Always. And I thought this was a great example of the, that family sticking together. I mean, even, you know, we're going to touch on later, but, you know, Bobby's in the hospital. Like, Sue Ellen was, like, one of the first people there, kissed him. Like, she's very much, even though she's not a part of the family, she's definitely, you know, a part of the family. Yes. Thoughts, Rachel? What do you think about Anne? She works it. She does, right? I loved her, and especially in this episode. I mean, that move with the bra and with the little unbuttoning. That was like, damn, girl. I was, I loved it. Easily one of my favorite scenes of the entire season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And there were so many standout scenes this episode. Oh, my God. That was just, I did, because I saw the preview from, I think we all saw the preview mm-hmm. from last week, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, please don't go there and sleep with him. Please don't do that, because right? I love her character. She's a strong woman, and, and it's nice to see really strong women on television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that don't rely on men, especially in a family like the Ewings, right. where that would be right. so easy to, to write her character that way. And she did not. She did not. Uh, she yeah. didn't let us down. No, do, she didn't. Do you know what makes She's a great tough. scene is when you watch the scene and you think something's going to happen, and you're like, we're all in the studio screaming, "No, put your bra back on!" <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, there's the reveal of the microphone, and like, we all were just like, you know, none of us saw that coming because she just again she's such a great actress she was just bawling and she was very sincere I mean what a great scene because the beginning of that scene I was a little confused I was like Anne all of a sudden going into that scene her hair's done she's wearing some skinny jeans and cute we noticed the heels (laughs) her hair was curled she She looks fierce and I'm like "Mm, girl you don't want to go into that situation looking like that because you're asking for trouble right now because you look hot but Mm -hmm. don't you think you would also dress up besides me for um any of your exes, you would of probably course. go there. You're going, yeah. I'm going to look sick. Yes, besides you. Besides <laughs> me. One of my favorite things about that, too, is the way that she played him. Because yes. here's this big, powerful man that, you know, pretty much has everybody in, de- you know, in Texas inside mm-hmm. of his pocket. And she goes in like this little fragile woman, teary and looking hot, but still very vulnerable when she walks in and is like, you know, you got me. You sent me the necklace. You brought up the past. You made me fall apart. You threatened, you know, to sue my husband. You know, you got to stop. But the way that she's doing it with this, you know, vulnerability that's just where he sits and he's thinking, you know, I've got you, I've got you. And she turns around and when she reveals that microphone and the look on her face, just with that little smirk on her face. And she got serious real quick and was like, "Uh -uh." and And then punched him. Yeah. Oh my god. I loved it. bloody, (laughs) Bloody lip. I love also that it really shows you that. It's interesting because we don't know their entire backstory yet. We don't know it was in that envelope other than the picture of the child um, that burned in the fireplace. Um, But it also makes you – it makes you kind of respect her and make you think that no matter what did happen in the past and what – what he may have known of her in the past, mm-hmm. she's a different woman now, right. and she is, she's going to stand up for her family. Yeah. And that was really interesting to me. Right? Yeah. She's obviously been burned a bunch of times by him, so she went in there just like, I am not playing this time oh, at and, all. And no. also, Christopher's yeah. not her son. So, mm-hmm. and she still stands by that family as if they're hers, mm-hmm. right. you know. Oh, yeah. Whereas, whereas whatever ties she had with um, what's his lot, what's his, um, what's the guy Harris Ryland Ryland, yeah. Uh-huh. Whatever she had with him in the past, she's obviously let that go. And she's willing to throw him under the bus, you know, to to protect mm-hmm. her, her new family, which is great. Well, well the that story makes me, ahead, oh, sorry. no, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it makes me wonder, too, like, what happened there? Because he obviously did her dirty, and he used that, ne- and that necklace shows that. Because mm-hmm. that was a very cruel and, you know, uncaring thing to do. So, well, however it ended was obviously bad. So, I'm really curious to find out what exactly happened there. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> You guys are so cute together. We are cute. Great minds think alike. We're so cute. And speaking of strong women this episode, let's let's touch on Sue Ellen. We talked about her a little bit. Um but let's let, let's just I just need to say this. I love that all these years later, Sue Ellen is back, and she's not the same character she used to be. She's not this raging alcoholic, out of control, like needy woman who always needed JR. 
Because right. that's kind of what she was back in the day. Mm-hmm. She stands on her own, and she's a better actress now than she used to be. Right? <laughs> yeah. She really is. Like she, it's so well, Models Inc. crafted her skill. Mm-hmm. Clearly. He's a huge fan of Models Inc. <laughs> I love Models Inc. <laughs> um, but all these major characters, the, the original three, they're all better actors than they used to be, which I love. Mm-hmm. This show, I mean, I can't talk enough about how great the show is. I think the writing is phenomenal. I think the acting is phenomenal. I think the music is just top-notch. Awesome. I'm so happy with it. Well, one thing we were, sorry, one thing we were talking about on the way here was that her character in particular, like, she just looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, she, like, holds yeah. her own. She walks in the room, she has this presence, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that some of the actor actors or actresses from the past may not, but she definitely is, like, one that walks into a room and owns the room. She looks fierce, and she's, I mean, how old is she? I know. She's, it's, she, in fact, is she 71? Oh, my God. Are, she might be. Well, she could what? No way. She might be like a, almost. You almost. know, maybe anyone, like. Almost. Does anyone have an iPhone? I have Perhaps an you iPhone. could type in yeah. Bing.com and look that fact up for us. <laughs> Confirm or deny. But mm-hmm. she's she the way she just like her stature. You don't you can't teach that. Actresses nowadays just don't have it. Mm-hmm. Like the way that uh, Linda Gray just she can walk into a room and and obviously the the writers and the producers of this of this new Dallas. They 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 are very well aware of that because yeah. they put her in some major scenes, especially as the season progressed. Mm-hmm. I feel like her character got more and more and more scenes. Seventy one, right. you're right. Age yeah. seventy one. Wow. Wow. Nice. September twelfth. She looks good. She looks, she yeah, looks she's about to have a birthday. Wow. Yeah. I wish I had. Oh my gosh. I wish I had given this to Marissa ahead of time. I actually was at a car wash in West Hollywood a, a few weeks ago. I was dying. I sent Ryan this picture, <laughs> and because um, we were trying to get her in the studio and it just didn't work out with you know her busy schedule. But hopefully next season we'll get her in. But um, I took a picture. I was at the car wash. Apparently this car wash is known for being like the car wash to the celebrities. It's on Santa Monica Boulevard. It's been there forever. And they wash your car. They detail it. It's phenomenal. And when you walk through this long hallway to go to pick up your car to the, at the waiting area at the end, there are literally hundreds of headshots, signed autographed headshots from every celebrity you could ever think of. And I'm walking and I see a headshot from Linda Gray, probably from like the mid seventies. It looked like probably before she was even on on Dallas. It was hilarious, and I, I took a picture. And I'll, you guys need to tune in in January when we come back because I oh will show you this picture. I want to save it for when she's in the studio, though. It's yeah. so funny, oh and her hair was so terrible. Did she have bangs? Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, God, big amazing. big curly bangs. Oh, we should go in there and rip it off the wall. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's be real. Well, we have until January. We have to put Linda Gray on the show. Linda, if you're watching, we're coming for you. We love you. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. What I really love about her though when talking about walking into the room from the old Sue Ellen to this Sue Ellen and her owning everything but she owns it as a woman of power mm-hmm. and there's where the whole difference is before where she was more like a little weeping willow mm-hmm. and now it's just well now she's I am Texas exactly yeah. well, I love I actually love that you bring that up it goes to show <laughs> it goes to show like I think that's uh, a general theme in humanity um, when you when certain people when you have the opportunity you rise to the opportunity she was always held down by JR for so many years that she yes. never had the opportunity to be a better woman which probably led her to all the drinking and all the conniving right. and mm-hmm. things that like, made her a person that she hated herself in the original series. She kind of boys suck is the bottom line. They absolutely <laughs> ruin your life. But ruin now your life. they do. I love that she's True been able that. to, and they've written her this way that she can be a strong, independent woman, and she's not dull. Right. I was afraid of like because we talked about that at first. Like we want Sue Ellen to be crazy drunk Sue Ellen again. Right. And she hasn't had a drop. And it's she's been great. She's been better than she was, which is interesting because you know the show, mm-hmm. you know crazy mm-hmm. drunk Sue Ellen. But she's really holding her own, I think. And she even a, got tempted mm-hmm. last episode. The bottle of wine. The, yeah. yeah, she was tempted. Yeah. The she's still let it breathe. You know, she's still held, you know refrained from that. And she, the thing that I like most too is that she's oh she's still trying to do the right thing, and she admits that she made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And she's still they, her character's still very human. Like even though she's on this new path and doing these great things, she still is. You know, a mother and and fighting with these demons with herself of, of trying to stay on that track mm-hmm. and the way that she's portraying it, I think, is really really great and, the, and, and very relatable. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think that I think that the way she's trying to be a better mother for John Ross throughout this season, mm-hmm. it, it, you can tell that she's been trying. You know, mm-hmm. that maybe she's read a few self-help books. Maybe she read Chicken Soup for the Mother's Soul. I wonder if she bought that on Amazon. You guys, if you guys are a fan of that book, or any book for that matter, um, you guys could really help us out by making uh, purchases of, of that or anything on Amazon through AfterBuzz TV. What you do is you go on AfterBuzzTV.com, click on the Amazon banner at the top of the screen, make all of your purchases. It takes one extra click. It doesn't cost you a penny, and it keeps the lights on in the studio, and it will keep <laughs> us back here for season two in January. Um, and we love doing what we do. So if you 
guys could do that to help us out, we'd really, really appreciate it. From all of us to you. Thank you. <laughs> do you make a lot of purchases on Amazon, right? I do. Yeah. Can you do that bring your Kindle? Absolutely. Oh, nice. Go to AfterBuzzTV.com yeah. first. And with games? Absolutely. Everything. Everything. Perfect. 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 I just I'm spent there. like $250. Tell I your know. friends. I have an Amazon addiction, actually. Yes, and yeah. you also have a lot of Twitter followers, followers so make sure you let them all know that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> You've got some crazy fans, I hear. Yeah. Yeah? They're amazing. I love yeah? my fans. Big yeah. fan. Yeah, I Big love fans. them because they're, they're just so fun. I wish they would call in right now. It's an opportunity. <laughs> well, if we have any of Rachel's fans watching, you can call us in. It's, the phone number is 424-256-1729. Is that the right phone number? We have a new phone line, don't we? Oh, we have a new oh. phone. What we is do? it? 424. Did we miss? Did we have a new phone number, Marissa? Uh, we're still working on that. So the reason we're still at 424, correct? <laughs> the 424. Slow your roll there. Easy to run down. Look, I'm not spoiling the episode. The other night. I've, I've been so out of the studio I, for a while watching the Olympics. I was not aware. Dorinda's been drinking. On the, I'm on the right track, yes, though, <laughs> because I was in the studio with me. <laughs> nice. Oh, Dorinda. You're always one step ahead of the rest of us. Right? Or that. two steps behind. Wait. You're so cute. So is it 424 256 what? 1729. Okay. So Tweet it out. Get some of your crazy fans. To call in. Especially if you like Dallas, because yeah. we are talking yeah, about Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> yes. Right. You've got totally. fans that like Dallas. I'm sure. Uh, they have to like Dallas. Dallas is amazing. Well, she Who likes Dallas. Like she, Dallas. You tell them what to like. That's right. You're the celebrity. <laughs> celebrity. Moving on. So, something we should probably touch on, because this was how the entire episode opened and how last mm-hmm. episode uh, ended. Bobby had a heart attack. Is that what it was? Aneurysm. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh. Did Phil write heart attack up there and well, I read it? Well, I think you said it, but we were th- we know what you meant. I'm, yes. like, I'm like Ron Burgundy. I read anything you write up there. Bobby died. Guys, Bobby's dead, just so you know. No. So Bobby had an aneurysm. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was a pretty tense uh, finale to episode nine leading into this actual finale. He um, came out of it looking well, though. And he great. came out and of it looking great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just clear skin. Ready? He's like, I'm, I've arisen. Christopher and um, and Anne were in his, in his uh, hospital room sleeping, and he just pops up like, Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready right. to go. Up, right? yeah. Get the doctor he in did, here. Yeah. I'm getting out he pulls of here. Yeah. 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 Let's go. Let's do this. Okay. He did. It was awesome. I got work to do. Well, I, I do want to talk about even before when he woke. Even before he woke up is when Jr. went into the hospital room mm. mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he was talking to him and he told him that I loved uh, you know I love you little brother. I think that's what yeah. he says. He says I love you little brother. That's not something you're ever gonna hear. You've right. never heard and you'll probably never hear it again. Yeah. And when he. Sp- spoke and he was speaking to him I teared up because Aww. it was really when he was speaking to him you didn't even see it in his face once again a true testament to how great the veteran actor actors are on mm-hmm. this show mm-hmm. and it was amazing that, amazing I love really... the relationship between them Absolutely. Yeah. amazing <clears throat> And I love it because they're always a family. They always stick together. And they're like, anyone mess with our family, we're going to fuck you up. But yeah. <laughs> together, they'll go at it shy. with each other. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. No, I, we've mess. talked about this in prior episodes. <laughs> they're the type of family, and, and this is kind of how I think a lot of families are, are in actuality. Um, right. We all might not have billions of dollars, but we all act this way to a degree where we'll, I'll, my sister and I will go at it. Mm-hmm. But if anybody mm-hmm. comes near my sister, mm-hmm. Right. No, I can like, fight with you, exactly. but nobody else can. I thought it was really yes. interesting because when JR walked into the, in that scene in the, in the hospital room he walks in and the nurse tries to tell him she's like you can't there's no visitors right now and he said you can call security darling but he's like I'm not going anywhere <laughs> and she walked out of there and he stayed yeah. I, 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 mm-hmm. I really that, that scene got me as well yeah. I think I remember the first time that my grandfather told me that he loved me and I think I was probably 14 or 15 the first time I ever heard it from him mm-hmm. and I was running out because I always would hug him my sister and I would always hug him we lived two doors down from him so we saw him all day every day mm-hmm. um, and I would always hug him give him a kiss tell him I loved him and run out the door to go play or go home or whatever and I ran out the door and he says I love you too and I, I stood outside my mom was standing there and she looked at me and she's like I'm like grandpa just told me he loved me it's never happened before oh lord that was a really sentimental moment, you guys. But even more important, we have a phone call. We have somebody Ooh. calling in. Oh. You're, you, you speak and your fans listen. Hey, this I is AJ so. with AfterBuzz TV. Who do we have on the line? Uh, my name's Alonzo. Alonzo, how Alonzo. are you? Do you know Hi, Alonzo? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alonzo, are you a fan of Rachel or are you a fan of Dallas or a fan of both? Fan of Rachel, I don't, I don't even watch that. Oh. <laughs> well, thanks for calling I, in. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think I was going to get through, but. I guess I did. It's your yeah. lucky day. Well, you're here. Right. You have you have ten seconds to say whatever you want to Rachel. What do you want to say to her? Rachel. Yes. 
the first season you're on Big Brother, I hated to, Aww. but I love I love you now. Thank you. <laughs> I think you're awesome. Thank you I, for I didn't calling hate in. You. I just didn't like you, but I love I, you now. I was a feisty redheaded bitch. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my high school career. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Well, Alonzo, we need to tell you that you need to start watching Dallas. It picks yes. up again in January. It's a phenomenal show, and we'll probably have Rachel back in the studio at some point. So you got to keep watching our shows too. All right, buddy. All right, thanks. All right, bye, Alonzo. Go watch Big Brother. Oh, Alonzo. We should have probably tweeted that. They should also be fans of the show. I did, I put, and I put, and Alice. I tweeted that. He's like, nope, I've never seen it. Yeah. I used to hate you, Rachel. Yeah. And I hate you. Great call. It was a great, you understand, like, when I was on season 12 of Big Brother, I was like, in your face. People did not like me. I can't imagine. I need to go back. They were just like, oh my god. Because all, all we saw on Amazing Race is you just crying and screaming I all know. the time. I know. I don't ever, I mean obviously I do cry, but I'm really not that emotional. I don't get it. I don't <laughs> that know. takes a lot out of you. It's very yeah. stressful. Did you watch the original Dallas at all? Back in the day? You know what? I kind of watched it, kind of didn't, but it's like one of those things my mom was a fan of. Mm-hmm. And everyone talked about. So I was like, this right. show must be amazing. I know they had like the alcoholics, they had the money, they had the sex, and I wasn't really allowed to watch it. Mm-hmm. As so, an adult now, all relatable topics. Right. right. Clearly, <laughs> exactly. Clearly. They had the sex. Yeah, They had the they sex. Had the sex. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bobby's still alive, which is, thank goodness. Yeah. Right. We didn't. We need some sanity. Anywhere. And he's back with the vengeance. Yeah, he is. He's, you know... He's really standing up for himself. He's done with this BS. Mm-hmm. He's over it. He's ready to, you know, get down to business and make things right. Well, and he teams up with JR and with Christopher to take down Vicente, finally. Mm-hmm. Vicente goes off to jail. And then then Bobby looks to JR and is like, listen, I also had a copy because they there was a copy of the video from uh, Marta's death. Correct. Stor- stored in iCloud. And in iCloud. Yeah. Well, all the videos. She all videotaped video. everything. Yes. And, and she all... automatically uploaded it. So they could take the camera, they could mm-hmm. do whatever. She automatically uploaded She wasn't dumb. She was crazy. JR's smart, she wasn't but dumb. he's old. He right. doesn't know about this new technology. Right. Information stored in right. clouds. Yeah. You barely know about clouds. Easy for real. <laughs> so he, as soon as, as soon as, again, as soon as the family takes down this outer this outer uh what is it uh, a threat i guess mm-hmm. vincente uh, then right back at each other he's mm-hmm. like listen i had a second copy made for myself so if you know right basically jr and john ross got immunity it's like survivor got immunity, <laughs> uh, uh because they went in and helped the fbi right. bring they down sold them out mm-hmm. exactly but he's like look i still have this 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 information these videos i will take you down because he said he said to John Ross or to Jr. at first, he's like, "I never would have sent you to prison." Mm-hmm. And Jr. says, "You're so predictable. I knew that. Why do you think I agreed to this so quickly?" He goes, "You're pretty predictable too. Just so you know, I've got your ass. Mm-hmm. You know, you mess right. up again, yeah. your ass is grass." Yep, exactly. Which is pretty cool. I, li- I like that side of Bobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, in true Jr. style, he's like, "I wouldn't have it any other way." And Jr. <laughs> I love that because Jr. <laughs> absolutely loves having a rival, and you, you see that when he has the interaction with Bobby, mm-hmm. he loves having that because Jr. is nothing without Bobby. Right, he's just not. No, it's, and he says as much. Yeah, in that, yeah. he said it in that in that that moment. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. I'm nothing without it's you. It's a very Cain and yeah. Abel story. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. every superhero needs a villain. Absolutely. Basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then also at the end of the episode um, with Jr. and we'll get to this a little bit later, but with Jr. and John Ross, that final scene, again, you see mm-hmm. such pride in Jr.'s eyes. You saw it with Bobby and you see it again with his son. Mm-hmm. He's a villain, but he's he just wants to know mm-hmm. that this Ewing legacy is going to go on after him because he knows his days are numbered. He's a villain well, with a heart, for yeah. sure. Yes. Well, and one of my favorite quotes from tonight, we were laughing about it, is when he first goes in to see Bobby after he's, you know, better and the lawyer walks out and Bobby gets all his information and he says hi, you know, to the lawyer. I can't remember his name. And, you know, he walks out, doesn't say, walks out without saying anything. And he's like, you know, you know, you hit a new low when the <laughs> lawyer won't even take time to insult you. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just wish I could deliver a one-liner like that. Yeah. He's so great at it. I know, just so nonchalant. Yeah, just so. like nothing. Just rolls off his tongue. Just moves on. Keeps it. Keeps it pushing. Yeah. Well, I was reading some tweets and stuff back and forth about Dallas and. Um, somebody tweeted, which I thought was really funny, is that you know people always think that you know the actors are their characters. And somebody tweeted back and said, it's, "I dare you to tell you know Larry Hagman that he's not J.R. Ewing." 
Right. <laughs> I'm sure, like, he's it's been like playing one that, in the same. He's been playing that character since the 70s. Yeah. I wasn't even alive in the 70s. Carrillo, <laughs> you were in your mid-teens in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't alive. That's as, enough out of you. As you can tell by this fantastic skin and this beautiful hair. And a blouse. <laughs> and a blouse. Like my blouse. For those of you that can't see, AJ's wearing a blouse. A blouse. Yeah. A blouse. Thanks, Carrillo. And he said at one point he's going to wear it off the shoulder. I might. Yep. I hope I could you do. do a little off the shoulder. No, Flash dance. Please right. do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Flashdance, urban cowboy. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> oh, this, this show is going, going awry very quickly. So, John oh. Ross. Let's talk about John oh, Ross. Oh, my gosh. A lot of powerful stuff from this kid he tonight. He had a huge oh. episode. Last he, episode and him. this one. He showed some acting chops tonight. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. Gosh. Yes. Tears Red in the eyes. eyes. And uh, oh. I loved when he said... The, he delivered line. He says, "Don't give up on me." And how he said it, he was just so. I mean, it was that whole because scene was brilliant. The first half or first two thirds of the episode, he's trying so hard to right. make everything right. Mm-hmm. And we've all been there. Maybe not to this degree. I don't. I don't, I don't remember a woman being thrown out of a window of a hotel because of me. But um, <laughs> I don't recall it at least. Um, but well. he's trying so hard to right his wrongs. Yep. Mm-hmm. To to show the woman that he loves that he actually does indeed love her. To yep. make his daddy proud without. You know, whatever. He went and rented the space to the old Ewing Oil that they used to have. It came back up and it's. Which was amazing. amazing. Yeah. Yes. That was so cool. Oh, one exactly. of the best. Yeah, that was one of the best. Yeah, and, and he genuinely did it because he cared about Bobby and Elena and they were mm-hmm. going to start this new Ewing um, Energies, uh, this new uh, company together. And he was trying so hard to do all these things right. And oh, by the end of the episode. But it's, you know, you can't. You can't change them. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing, too, that I think was un- a little bit unfair on Elena's part is that, you know, this chick grew up with him. She knows how he is. She knows the dynamic between those two boys. Mm-hmm. And I think she plays off of it. Mm-hmm. I and definitely think she does. I just don't think, you know, there's for her to believe him so easily and take it so to heart when she's known how he is. She's been through this how many times now with this guy? Mm-hmm. How do you, you should know better. Like, to... Not that it's right, but to hold that much and be that, put that much blame on him a little bit's kind of her fault, too, for being so susceptible to that. It's that bad boy thing, though. Yeah. Every girl wants a little bit of a bad boy. Right, but then you can't, you know, punish him to the death for it when that's kind of that's what you're asking for. Well, I think that everybody, all these young characters, especially on the show, mm-hmm. they're all so needy. Yes. yes. They all but- very quickly bounce to somebody else and that's I mean, that's a pretty common thing I think right. with people in general but, but what do you think yeah and it's mm-hmm. also entitlement mm-hmm. and everything else like that but what really makes me mad and makes me not like her mm-hmm. and I might want to be one of the only people that might don't does not like her is because their family and she saw what they were going through and she also saw how they were trying to fix everything mm-hmm. And then she goes and does what she does. She knows that that is going to break everything up. She knows that she and she messed up her career. Mm-hmm. This could have been it for her. She wouldn't just be living in the maids' quarters anymore. <laughs> yeah, like you, you know what I'm saying. And also, I'd like, say oh. John Ross. He also part of the agreement or whatever was also like I don't want Elena to know, and she happened to be here. But like he, he's trying to protect her. He's not trying to be. It's like he's trying right. to be like, super yeah. shady. He already right. knows everything's out. He's been with the police. He's just trying to protect her and be. You know, she's gone through a lot too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I can understand. Wait till she sees the flash drive. No, oh, oh. oh. the flash the drive will make a comeback. You know? oh. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's so coming back because Vicente, he's, he's just not in done. prison. Right. Yeah. That's well, not keeping him for a while. I love because because uh, John Ross says, or John Ross, JR says to Vicente as they're hauling him away, he's like, I've got a lot of money. And Vicente says, so do I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love I how, love because I love how there always has to be an external force mm-hmm. uh, with the Ewings. There has to be the infighting with the family. And there's something else. It was Cliff Barnes or it was whatever it was yeah. in the past. Cliff Barnes, let's be honest, he might not be alive by the next season. I mean, he's <laughs> old as can be. He's not going to be around forever. They How need old to, is he? they need to create, I mean, oh he's God. got like in his 80s, he right? He has to be. Wow. Yeah. So old. Yeah. Um and they, JR is. Yeah. So and they have to introduce new characters that are villains. They've mm-hmm. already killed off Marta or whatever her name really is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Veronica. Veronica. They've already now killed off Tommy, which that was that in and of itself. Was a was, tense opening scene. Yeah. Crazy, oh, right? Yeah. Did you guys think that it was actually Tommy or Rebecca going down? I no, thought, I figured it was him. Yeah. I kind of thought it might. Yeah, I, I was. I was kind of scared it could be Rebecca, just because she's pregnant. I'm like, oh my god, how are they going to? I thought it'd be a great way to untie these characters from each other and to open up 
all these characters to date each other again and whatever. But I was like, are they really going to kill off like babies or make or miscarry? I'm like, that's pretty edgy. Oh. But Dallas has been known for really pushing the envelope in the past. Well, I was saying that she was going to have a miscarriage because he was beating the crap out of her, right. like kicking her, punching her, hitting her. She's like falling all over the place, you know. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't gone to the doctor to make sure she's okay. And well, or maybe she hasn't. We don't know. There was know. someone else that died in the opening too. The two monkeys. Oh. Uh, yeah. They were not, in fact, bears. Why yeah. do you thought they were bears? <laughs> well, stop yelling at me. <laughs> That's all you got? Yeah. No, but it was it was really intense. And then, you know, when we see how that whole thing unfolds and just, you know. Well, and then she makes a call. That's what blew my that mind. That was crazy. Oh, my gosh. I need help. And it's like they come in. You don't know who they are. A right. cleanup crew within okay. moments. Right. They don't show any of their faces. It was very much like Lost. Yes. And like they just came in. The music got all creepy. Plastic. She called the Dharma up. Initiative. Yeah. Literally. And they just came in. And, and like, she was like feverishly scrubbing the blood right. out of the floor. And like she, that was she's a really great actress, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she really this this episode. She gave it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it looked like this is probably which I didn't think before when she went to that lockbox at the bank and she had all these passports and the gun and all of that thought maybe this was something she did but this looked like to me this might have been the first person she's ever killed you know, I, because I, she was really shaken up by yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. She was. You I know? think she was shaken up by Probably. it though because of her relationship prior with Tommy. Because I feel like she knew exactly what to call, and I felt like that she had has done this before. The, like there was you a contingency I mean? plan. Like yeah. have you seen the ads for yeah. the, the newborn movie? Yeah. There, yeah. There was never just one. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. could be one of the born people. Like she like <laughs> yeah, she's, totally. She's pretty, like she opened that thing at the at the, mm-hmm. the bank, and I'm like, she looks like Jason Bourne. I know. Like, he's got, <laughs> that's that's like a secret agent. That's what I was thinking too. But she was just I don't know. She was way too emotional about it for me yeah. and jumpy that I don't you know somebody that's like killed people before I don't think you're that vulnerable and about it later in the episode yeah. let me find out the huge huge oh my god that, that Cliff Barnes is actually her father that, yes that which, is, which you know yeah. in predictions you Quit would have called before yeah. well because and let's backtrack just a little bit because I got ahead of myself a little bit we found this out because Bobby tracked down Bobby had um Bum. Or not Bobby. Christopher. Christopher. Yes. Um, had the the detective track down. His name's Bum, right? On yeah, his bum, name is Bum. Had Bum track oh, down Tommy. They go to his hotel room. They find nothing. It looks like he's already left. But then they get a phone call, and it's Rebecca. Not his wife, Rebecca. The real Rebecca, who's Tommy's actual sister. That's just weird. Mm-hmm, like, crazy. why would you use the same name? First of all, I don't right. understand. I don't understand that. Well, maybe because yet. if they ever look and say, hey, he has a sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would do the same thing. If you're impersonating someone, you would have, you know. The, yeah, it would make sense. You'd want to like have Maybe all she's your not even a real blonde. <laughs> <laughs> well, he finds out that his wife actually. But is his wife? Is her name actually still Rebecca? Though no, no, I don't no, think no, so. No. For sure so not. what is her actual name? No. We, don't didn't men- we don't know. Well, did somebody yeah. somebody like put on our iTunes comments like a little bit of history yeah. about Cliff having a, a, a kid? But I don't think anybody ever named like what that kid's the name. The middle was. name was Rebecca or something. But the yeah, it's yeah. Actually, Pamela. Or it was actually Pam's middle name is Rebecca. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's Pamela Rebecca Barnes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's where her name and his wife was named Rebecca at one point. Cliff's Cliff's wife. Okay. Um, that could probably. Yeah. I need to watch between now and January. I'm going to watch season yeah. three through twelve or fourteen or whatever. How many seasons are fourteen? I think. And the two films. And the two films. I know there's so much. So there's so much, much backstory. There's so much. So much twisting and tying and like all of that. We need to have a crazy. Dallas party. Since, you know, <gasps> we do need to have a Dallas party. Yeah. yeah. Before the new one, we need to all take our time and watch these old episodes. Then we'll watch like a marathon of the ten episodes from this season again before we come back. In yes. January. Uh, I, I'm up for that. We're gonna do it totally. Yes. I'm Texas. I am Texas. <laughs> I am Texas. <laughs> well, you guys, we want to know what you guys think at home. If you guys are enjoying our show, what do you want to see us do differently uh, in January when we come back? And what do you guys want us to keep the same? Uh, are you guys are you guys happy with us? Let us know on iTunes. Go on there, rate and comment. Tell your friends about us because when we come back in January, we expect to have more comments and more viewers and more listeners. Um, we really enjoy doing this, you guys. And we're actually all huge fans. Um, we all try to do shows that we're big fans of, obviously, for After Buzz. And some shows we like a little more than others. This is definitely one that we're all a huge fan mm-hmm. of, and I beca- I didn't know I would be. I said right. I said back in the springtime when I first came to AfterBuzz, I said um, I said to our producer, I'm like, I don't care what I do for the springtime. I just want to get my feet wet. In the summer, I want to be on Dallas. Mm-hmm. I have to cover Dallas because it looked so oh, good. So they were good. releasing trailers a year ago, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I was just, and the marketing campaign when they were all in the steam room, like they were like pretty like yeah. you know shenanigans. I loved. It. I mean, so, the network has just gotten so much better with their marketing yes. and advertising mm-hmm. and all of that for, for all of their shows. They're mm-hmm. really bringing it. It's yeah. I think it's fantastic. So you guys. 
please comment. Get on iTunes. Let us know. And also comment on our other shows. We all host other shows here. Find us. We, we'll be hosting shows all summer long, all throughout the fall. So you don't have to wait till January to watch After Buzz again. You can find us on other, other That things. includes you, Rachel. Okay. That is, that is, <laughs> we need I'll comments. We need, comment. we need yes. five stars. Okay. Yes, five stars. We need to be and in the I'll, top ten. And I'll hit uh, After Buzz on Amazon. Yes. yes. And make all your purchases through there for us. So that way an episode can be brought to everyone by you. So maybe <laughs> After Buzz will be able to afford air conditioning again. It's so hot in here tonight. Why is it so hot right now? Because it's like a We're million so, degrees outside. I'm wearing like the lightest blouse ever and I'm dying here. You must be sweating. Oh my gosh. So Rebecca is tearing up things. Rebecca is not who Rebecca's, you know, she is. Oh Christopher finds out. Storms in the apartment is like, who are you? Mm-hmm. And she's still. I loved how he threatened her. He's like, I will send you to prison and I will mm-hmm. take the babies. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is amazing. And he says, I will find yeah. out who you are. And here's the thing. No matter how much you might hate a woman or how crazy she may be, you can threaten her. You don't threaten her babies. Right, right. Even the craziest Not woman on earth, even if she doesn't want the kids, mm-hmm. will still fight no. you tooth and nail to keep right. those babies. Mm-hmm. That's just going to... That's just, And then he threatens her. Then he runs off and bangs Elena. Uh, but also, but also right? was, was Rebecca's mattress on the floor? Yes. That, yes. What, what's going on with that? I know. And why did, did she blood still get on it? There? Maybe she had to get rid of it because there was blood. Maybe. Maybe. But it didn't get on the white duvet cover? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's new. <laughs> I mean, really? Maybe she's into that. And why is she still living in an apartment? Like, I'm sorry. If that, that was still their apartment together, right? But yeah. he wasn't staying there, was he? No, he moved back to the house. Yeah, and his wife is pregnant with twins. Don't you think he would move her home with you? But they were trying to work on it. No, they were why. just yeah. now yeah. trying to work on right. it. That he wanted her. He just you know, put he the put, ring on. Yeah, he just put yeah. the ring on. And, and he then, wanted her to move back in. What about that scene? He wanted her the to Chinese have her scene. Ring? Is that you're going to talk oh. about? Yeah, that leads into all this, of this. Which craziness. oh my god, all the craziness of Cliff Barnes' daughter, all that stuff, and what Cliff Barnes does to her. Well, let's quickly touch oh, on the Chinese the, scene then, because oh, yes. Christopher, God love him, he's trying so hard to mm-hmm. reach out to Re- to Rebecca, to fake Rebecca, and to make things work. So he goes over to their apartment and orders Chinese just like they did in college and blah 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 mm-hmm. um, and he's got his ring on and you can tell as she puts her hand on his face and he kind of like touches her hand he feels that like she's not wearing the ring mm-hmm. he's like well where's your ring she goes and you could tell she's been terrified that he was going to notice this mm-hmm. and and she says uh, I think my fingers maybe have swollen because of the pregnancy so I couldn't fit it on he goes oh yeah, I don't think he really bought it that much because he was just kind of like, okay. And then when he kissed her again, though, I saw a little bit of hesitation. I don't so. think he really trusts her still. No. And he's just trying okay, to like yeah. overlook things to yeah. try to like, move forward. Yeah. The whole time I kept worrying that they were going to eat Chinese food and there was going to get blood in their soup or something. Because I literally was like, that's he's going to find some. He's going to go like this. His hand's going to be in blood. Yeah. I was in worried. the wonton soup. I was worried. That would have been too creepy. much for me right now. Just relax. So, though, this, this leads into our next scene. Yes. I'm going to let you take this. Oh. Because she's been looking for the rings ever since the whole Tommy thing went down. She's been looking for the rings. She even went and rummaged through his body in mm-hmm. clothes to find right. the With no gloves on. Yeah. No glo- Hello, what? stupid. But then we find out why it wasn't. She could yeah. do whatever she wants at this point. Yeah. And Daddy. then we find out that Cliff Barnes is her father and he's talking about cleaning up her mess and he pulls out the rings. Well, because she found the pawn ticket yeah. in, right. in, in Tommy's pocket. Yeah. No, she found it in his pocket. In his what body. Did she find in the hotel in room? Oh, she just ripped up yeah. the pictures. Yeah, yeah. She ripped up the crazy. pictures and everything. And then he pulls out the wedding rings. Then gives a ring in the wedding ring, and he goes. And I knew if you found this, you put this back on your finger. And I was just like, oh, this is pure evil. This mm-hmm. man, you are pros- basically prostituting your daughter out to do all this just so you can get back at this family that you feel has done your family wrong. Mm-hmm. Which is so mm-hmm. weird to me because I've only watched the first two seasons and Cliff Barnes is still a really good guy the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. Cliff Barnes is still getting screwed over by the Ewing family over and over. He oh, hasn't yeah. turned bad yet. So I've never seen that side of him. Mm-hmm. So to see him, I'm like, whoa, you're that bad? Yeah, I got well, pretty, and that yeah. it's like generational mm-hmm. because now it's like she, fake Rebecca, whatever yeah. her real name is, is going after the sons and their children are going to be involved. So this is like a generational thing mm-hmm. that yeah. they're not stopping. They've really, they've really transitioned so yeah. well from. I mean, they went on a hiatus for what? How many? Twenty some years? Yeah, yeah. twenty years, mm-hmm. and to come back and to transition so smoothly and to make it all so seamless, it's genius. Oh, I it's, think it's so such. 
phenomenal writing. I'm mm-hmm. really anxious to see because a lot of times, like season one, if, if you do have a great first season, sometimes season two is where it sort of starts to drop off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to see what they've got for season two. They have 15 episodes, so it's a larger season than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, thank and it's goodness. coming back so early. Yeah, January. Yeah. I'm so glad we don't have to wait till next summer. No, absolutely. Yeah, um, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Especially with those cliffhangers. Yes. Could you imagine? What would we do? What would we do? Dallas sort of invented the huge cliffhanger. Yeah. They really yeah, made they it, they really mm-hmm. revolutionized it in television. And I, that's the one thing I was worried about the show. I'm like, they could have a, it could be a great show. I think it could be good. I thought, I, I thought it could be a good show. Um, but I was like, there's no way on earth they're ever going to be able to live up to these cliffhangers that they used oh to have God. back in the 70s and 80s and 90s. They have. Yes, they do. They're so great. And the show, like, Dallas used to be sort of like a guilty pleasure. Because it was kind of like, oh my god, this acting is terrible. And these plot lines are. I mean, how many times can can Lucy Ewing be kidnapped in one season or whatever? Yeah. Um, like over the top. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But now they're believable, mm-hmm. and it's it, it's this so. Ooh, it just makes me. It went smart. from being like campy to like a serious. It doesn't feel like an evening soap right, opera at all. Right. It's like an evening drama. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Like, because before it was just a soap opera that was on at night, mm-hmm. right. and it had that whole soap opera vibe where every storyline is yeah. ridiculous. Yes, and just you know, every time you come back to it, it's right where you left it. And it was you know, although it was great in a sense, it was still that whole soap opera feel. And now they've transitioned into an actual drama. Yes, where the, it's just you know, and so effortlessly it looks like. Yeah. It's just great. And they, they're so, I love how they still pay homage to all the old characters. Right. Because yes. even Cliff Barnes tonight says, yes. you reminded me of my sister and your aunt Pam. Mm-hmm. And we had to fix that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and how like, how, how, I know. how um, the scene when they were in the office space and John Ross was like, they, they said, because uh, Elena said, you could have gotten a, one of the brand new buildings. Why not? He goes, yeah. well, because this place has pedigree. Pedigree. I was going to mm-hmm. say integrity. Pedigree. <laughs> integrity. He says, Jock's office was right there. Bobby's office was right there. Mm-hmm. JR's office was right there. Now mine will be there. Yours will be there. And uh, Christopher's will be there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's so cool. Right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just to really, like, it's... You got to think, like, uh, the character of the man who played Jock. Um, I can't think of his name now. But you have to think, like... He, he's obviously passed, and Miss Ellie's passed, and something you have to think if they're up there somewhere watching down, they've got to be proud of the show, right? Mm-hmm. That has been yeah. carried out so gracefully, yeah. Yeah. and the fans have to be thrilled too. Yes. I mean, they've been for twenty years waiting for it to come back, and, and it comes back a, so strong because mm-hmm. a lot of shows come back on nine hundred two one zero, and <laughs> just, I love nine hundred two one zero. P.S. But yeah, I was a huge fan Melrose of the original. Place. I watched every one and Melrose, Melrose Place, Place, and I literally can't watch the new no. one. I'm mm-hmm. so not I into can't, it. I can't either. I do not like. I think I watched two episodes when like Brendan and Kelly came Me back too. and that was yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing because some of those shows, they bring back original cast members and then they get rid of them so quickly. Yeah. I think if Dallas had done that with this show, I don't think this show could go on without no, J.R. and no, Bobby right don't. now. Mm-hmm. They, they need them. And they made them into the story. Mm-hmm. It's just the best part. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. J.R. has stolen every scene he's been in this entire season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love how Brenda Strong's character, Anne, has really held her own. She came yeah. into this family. She was never a part of the original. I mean, she's like the fourth one, right. actually, uh, now in this new season. And she holds her own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, does she does not get lost in any of those scenes. No. no, she's such a great character, too. And there's so much. Well, this is the thing, too, that I like with the show is everybody has their own story. Mm-hmm. So nobody is mm-hmm. really like a background player. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's so many there's so many ways that this can go. And it's, you know, it's, they have so much potential. Well, they really I think they're really things. leading into season two with this final final scene. And I obviously wanted to wait till the end to talk about this. But before we wrap mm-hmm. it up, let's talk about this, because this is big. Mm-hmm. The scene oh, with John Ross. And Jr. in the new office space of yes. the Skyrise, oh. and the, and how John Ross, because this is such a classic moment. You watch it in like Star Wars, like any of these epic films. Mm-hmm. That moment where you turn from good to evil, because John Ross mm-hmm. has kind of been tiptoeing back and forth. He's right. been kind of riding the fence all season long, and I was kind of pulling for him to be a good guy. But I also knew that it's kind of more fun to watch him as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mm-hmm. know how it was going to play out. And then at the beginning of this episode, it's like, oh, he's a good guy. He's trying so hard. He's going to make, you know, Elena's going to make an honest man of him and whatnot. But at the end of this episode, when he's, when he's you know, Christopher's off banging Elena now. And, he, and he's, a, he's aware that he's lost her. She was supposed to come meet him at that office space. And he was going to give the uh, – or he or, – he wanted her to come meet him mm-hmm. to let him know that she still wanted to marry him. Well, she gave the ring to her mom and had the mom drop it off. And at that moment, he knew. That's Which, he that's flipped. just crazy. Yeah. That's just, like, that's she was just yeah, like, I would never give that ring back. I'm sorry, but I'm keeping ring. the diamond yes. of oil. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a beautiful like, ring. 
Beautiful. And then JR, of course, perfect timing, shows up with a bottle of bottle of scotch or whiskey mm-hmm. or whatnot, mm-hmm. pour, pour them a couple of drinks, and John Ross says to him, basically, we are going to build this company into the biggest, the greatest thing it could ever be, this Ewing Energies. And then what's going to happen, Dad, you teach me the ways, you teach me how to be downright, how to every every dirty trick in the book so that I can create the biggest company in the world. And then we're going to take out Christopher and we're going to take out Elena and I'm going to bring you on board. Mm-hmm. And JR looks at him with such pride. Well, and he <laughs> says too, if you double cross me, I'm going to put you back in yeah. that home and you're not yes. getting anything. Yeah. I love that line. <laughs> was brilliant. Yeah. Because I was like, I know you really want your dad's love, but you mm-hmm. do know what he just did to you and right. what it brought on to the whole family and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And when he said that to his father, I was mm-hmm. like, Go on, goof. Go for yours. He almost mm-hmm. went to prison because of his daddy. Yeah. yeah. And now he's like, look, I love you. Don't mess with me. Right. But right. It's, a, it's a learning curve for him, though. Now he knows, and so next time it's going to be he's not going to fall for it. But the interesting thing is, though, at the end of the day, everything is exactly as JR has always wanted it to be. He's back in control of everything. Mm-hmm. His relationship with Bobby is back because he needs Bobby. He needs that rivalry to keep him on his toes, to keep his mm-hmm. life ha- having meaning. Mm-hmm. And he needs his son to be carrying on the family legacy now. So heading into season two... Somehow, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Right. Jr. Right. still got everybody. He's, he's all this little, this little, you know, mm-hmm. this little chess pieces right where he needs them to be. Yeah. Well, even yeah. the last thing he said to John Raw, you know, he looks at him when he's, you know, all prideful and he looks at him with his drink and, you know, wants to cheers to him. And John Ross doesn't. He just drinks and he looks at him. He's like, "That's my son." You know, what did he say? Yeah. Uh, tip to. Oh, no, I tip to toe. toe. Yeah, tip, tip to toe. toe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yep. I, I love that, and I think mm-hmm. it was the most genius way. And the way they the way they pulled out that camera shot away yeah. from that building, oh, gorgeous, that, so cool, awesome. amazing. You're going back to we what you said were too. Talking about that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but um, what you said you're going back to what you said earlier is um, what was I going to say? I'm sorry, I'm losing my mind. My my hunger. <laughs> Really? Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> John Ross Jr. John Ross Jr. The camera shot. Oh, yeah. that everyone he has him everyone exactly where he wants him. When Bobby actually, you know, he had even decided at one point that he was going to drill on South Fork. Like he got pushed to that point. So now he even knows that you know if Bobby is pushed and like the family's in jeopardy, he will drill he on this land too, wants. and he can still right. get that to happen. So now exactly what you said, he has everyone exactly where he wants them to be. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. he is such a phenomenal character, and yeah. it's really cool to see John Ross step up to the plate. Right. And mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I believe that he can be this villain moving forward. And also, let's not forget Vincente. Mm-hmm. He's going to come he's back. He's not done. He's coming and back. Those, he's going to come back in a big way. Where are they from? Argentini- Argentina? Venezuela. 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 <laughs> Wait, Martha was Argentinian. No, I, that I don't was, remember. We said Argentina in one of the early episodes. I remember <laughs> making that joke. That's your new The boyfriend. Venezuelans. The Venezuelans aren't going anywhere. <laughs> no, they're not. Just because one of them's going to prison, they've got a lot of money and a lot of power. So I think. <laughs> well, look season, at the power they had. With, they beat up John Ross. Well, obviously, I mean, they obviously yeah. have some friends. So season, Those Latino gang places. members. Season two well, is going to be dicey. Season yeah. two is going to be dicey. Yeah. Can we make some? Can we make some? Do we have any news and gossip? First of all. Well, I mean, we kind of talked about it throughout the thing with, you know, the show's coming back in January and, you know, that sort of thing. Let's make some predictions then. Yeah. I'm going to start with, I shot JR over here, Mr. Ryan Carrillo. What do you predict season two? What do we we have to look forward to? Well, I hope uh, Sue Ellen gets elected. And I just, I think it's genius that there is going to be a political figure in this family now. And, you know, she's already stretched her power and has been inappropriate a few times, which means it's just going to happen even more. And now she's going to have more to lose because she's actually actually in the office mm-hmm. so Kelly and maybe she'll bring you know gay marriage to Texas <laughs> right <laughs> fingers crossed hold your breath <laughs> you never know stranger uh, uh, things have happened Texas native what do you think about that <laughs> I'm all for it yeah. I think you know yeah she was eating Chick-fil-A earlier what do you think's coming up we're not going there what's coming up season two Kelly I, I don't think Vicente's going anywhere. I think he's going to come back in a big way. And just even that scene with um, Cliff Barnes is people with Vicente, and he was just about to sign everything over to him, and they were going to take over that way. So I'm I am curious to see how Rebecca's going to co- whatever whoever whatever her name is is mm-hmm. going to come back in and try to you know double cross and double deal and all of that. I really don't see those babies going full term. I, I just don't. don't. Uh-huh. I can't. I don't see. I don't see it. Rachel, what okay. Do you, what I'm are you... sorry. I got so excited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we so go. So I think like this is just in my dream world. So what if like Rebecca has the babies right mm-hmm. and she gets with um with uh, John Ross and they get together because you know Christopher and Elaine are together right so they get together and then they both work together because now he's evil to take down the company 
That's and and he's I, raising Christopher's babies. Right, exactly. Mm. But that's like Barnes, though. JR would never let that happen. He would never well, be in I don't think it'll come out. Barnes. It'll well, be a secret. Yeah, they don't know but, this. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know any of this yet. I she mean, can, she that, can make up any story. That's true. Mm-hmm. But if they have Bum on the case, I don't know. They might be. That <laughs> might not be that long. Yeah, Bum is a good Bum, investigator. Bum is not a good investigator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Dorinda, what are you looking forward to next season? Oh, God, there's so much I'm looking forward to. But I honestly, the prediction is, I honestly don't think that they know that John Ross, the other two, Christopher and Elena, they really haven't said anything because the mother didn't say anything. She just came and gave the ring back. I think they're going to try to keep it secret. Mm-hmm. Oh, even yeah. though John Ross knows and John Ross is, has his own little plan of what he's going to do to the both of them but he's not going to do anything are they going to write their name on the tree isn't their name already on the tree well Christopher and Elena yeah Christopher and Elena are on the tree so I think they're going to be like the lovers that can never get together that everyone's like get together the Ross and Rachel yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. They, need, they, need a, they need a couple characters like that in the show and I think it made the season a little bit more compelling I think that Victoria Principal I think Pamela Ewan she's not dead she didn't <laughs> die she never died she's gonna make a comeback because well she some, came back to life anyways well I know but she's gone now because she's disfigured and didn't want to be seen or something right. whatever the well, storyline was there's been advances was. in medicine yes I she agree. will come back and I think that she'll give Anne a little run for her money because that would be interesting to watch I think we haven't seen the end of the Venezuelans obviously yeah. Yeah. I think season 2 is gonna be huge, huge. I can't wait mm-hmm. I mean they, they shot this all a year ago now they've had you know they've had time to like get reactions from people and now to shoot this new season I I think it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait to come back and to cover the show with all four, uh, three of you. Hopefully, four of you. you can stop in again. All three of you. Um, we want to thank you so much for stopping Yay, by, Rachel. Thank you. You have, you have some stuff coming up you want to yes, share with us. Yes, um, Brenchel, uh, Brendan, and I are getting married. Yay. Yay. And um, our wedding planner is David Tatera. I so, love Oh my God. <laughs> Obsessed, right? Oh I'm my god! Oh my god! I know it's a girl I, thing. Yeah, uh, no. the mar- I've, I've sat and watched oh, marathons, gotten a bottle of champagne, Me and too. just not have- even kidding. How can we keep up with your wedding? Oh my god! Okay, so you can keep up with me <laughs> on at Rachel E Riley on Twitter. Okay. The wedding will air on WeTV in December. That is fantastic! Nice. Right before we come back, yeah, we're gonna have to have perfect. you in the studio oh, again then. Perfect. Fantastic! Perfect. Where can we follow you on Twitter, Dorinda? At Lula Cherry Films. And, and you, Kelly? At Kelly with an I E O seven nine. Carrillo. Ryan A. Carrillo. Two hours and two else. You guys can follow me on Twitter at underscore AJ Gibson. Also, my new website just launched, so please check it out. It's www.ajgibson.tv. We want to thank you guys for stopping by and for sticking it out with us this entire season. We love you guys. We love all of our fans. Make sure you find us all on our other shows this fall, and we'll be back covering Dallas again in January. Take care, guys. Yay. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> Buzz later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.